0: Not it sounded like a, a, an adult tree performing corporal punishment on a <laughs> child tree.
1: All right, welcome to our latest edition of the Fantasy Soccer FC
2: podcast. This is David Smith. I'm Scott Levy. Brian Shesko. Dave. Yes, sir. Dave. Yes. yes. Hey, I got a just a general question for you. A Simple question. How Ge- was your uh, how was your soccer weekend this past weekend? Was it pretty good? My my soccer weekend was real
1: good. Um, Arsenal I, looked good. Arsenal looked great. Of course they did because it didn't really matter much. But still, whatever. Right. Of course they yep. look good. No pressure. Um, Arsenal wins. It was uh, it was a good weekend. There were some good competitive games. There were.
2: I I too how was felt- your yeah, weekend? Yeah. Th- thank you for asking. I, I felt like it was uh, pretty good can complain I mean a draw with Spurs I mean the game the team looked good it was a fun match to watch I, I couldn't I couldn't have been could have been happier right Brian uh. how was your soccer weekend it was below average <laughs> now here's the thing about Brian if you haven't been listening to our show sure Brian has a hard time He's having a hard time picking a club to follow. So he's decided that this yeah. year, at least, he's going to follow four. Yeah, four. Four clubs. And, Scott, if you
1: were, like, when, when you have one, you, you follow Liverpool. I follow Arsenal. Mm-hmm. And when you follow that one team and they have a bad day. You have a bad day. You have a bad day. Yes. We, we've discussed this before. This yes. is nothing new. When you follow four teams... Yes, and four teams have a bad day. What, wow. Brian? How does that make you <laughs> feel? Isn't it
0: like in uh, <laughs> blackjack? Don't they tell you the best strategy is to put a whole bunch of chips down all over the place?
2: <laughs> I've not think, heard I that. Think don't
0: I think that's roulette. <laughs> I mean, uh, well, you could put it to a roulette too. Okay. Not blackjack. Yeah, it's. Uh, very early, no. The uh, it's where you would put a it's where you'd bet on a whole bunch of different. Yeah, you're right. It is roulette. Okay, I I, I just wanted I don't to let, know, let you I keep going. I don't go to Vegas.
1: <laughs> you should.
0: No, it's it's where you just put a whole bunch of you you bet on a whole bunch of different things, right?
1: Right. Yeah. So like you kind of cut a, your that's losses. That's a terrible
0: strategy. Sometimes. It your bets. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. I, and I lost all of them this time.
2: So real quick, we're gonna go through the matches, but I just want to start at the top of the table and go down and just relive Brian's day. Sure. So Spurs, uh, not a terrible result, but at this point in the season you need a win.
0: Yeah, it was not it was not a not a win. Oh,
2: and are we on win. to the matches? No, we're not okay. onto the matches. We're on we're just we're, we're on to Brian. No, we're we're very totally close you. to the matches, yeah. but we're not quite on to them yet. Fair no, enough. No, they're all in context of Brian right now. Yeah. Okay. So then there's West Ham. That was a disappointing draw. Yeah, West Ham, that was a really disappointing draw. Especially after after Pyatt's magic. Oh, yeah. And we'll definitely talk about that. Stokes City, another mm. disappointing Come Stokes, From a Head draw. Come Stoke? from a head yeah. draw. Stokes was the probably
0: the most inexplicable of all of them. So yeah.
2: true. Yeah. They we'll talk about that a tiny bit. Yes, we will. And then towards the bottom of the table. Oh. Newcastle New United. Castle. Yeah, that one hurt too. We'll talk about this one. That might have, did that hurt the most? It was such a good game. Yeah.
0: And that was my. Y- you uh, the, were heavily invested in game. The slightest that game, bit right? of my objectivity was still intact at the end, but not much was left.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. But man. You think when you have four clubs that someone was going to give you a positive yeah. result. Yeah. But
0: then you think, look who I picked. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I kind of deserve this. Yeah, That's a good maybe, point. That is a really good maybe. point. Well, on, we, will, uh, we will move on to the matches. On we to the matches. Already. You called me. You called me out on uh, that. We're going to cover the ten matches from this past weekend. As only we can, including some of your favorite segments, including an Arsenal moment with Dave, we're going to give out. There might be a little controversy on this one. This week's uh, version of the Cameron Jerome Wasteful Player of the Week. Yeah. it's Maybe players teaser. Wow. And, of course, the thing of w- America and the world is asking for, yeah. how to say. Yeah, they sure are. Brian J. Man, I know I'm asking for it. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> All right, on to the matches. We will start with the league leaders, of course. It's the only place you can start. On Sunday, Leicester hosted Southampton, and it was another 1-0 decision. How does a team go from and I know I feel like we've touched on this each
1: of the last 4 weeks, but how does a team go from destroying people to barely sneaking by? I mean, is that just coming down the stretch and and that's all they have is is they've they've given everything they have throughout the year and now it's just let's let's be patient, get our lead and then just protect it.
2: And, and just milk it. I don't know. It feels like it's more than that. It feels like they somehow found a way when they needed to to change their identity, to focus on uh, defense. I mean, that back four, kind of out of nowhere, not out of nowhere, they've been good all season. Well, that's not true either. Kind of out of nowhere, they've become really solid. They have Wes Morgan and Robert Huth, I mean... Danny Simpson and uh, Fuchs. Yeah, I mean... Are you kidding me? I think all those guys are in their 30s. Uh, You know, a couple of them were cast-offs. Fuchs was a free transfer. Um, I mean, it's... I mean, Robert Huth, I remember I was making fun of him a few years ago when he was playing for Stoke, back before Stoke became the sexy version they are today. The old Stoke. The old Stoke. The bad Stoke. The unwatchable Stoke. It's kind of crazy how the, the emphasis now and all of the fantasy value is on that back four we just mentioned as opposed Mm. to Vardy and Mares. Yeah. The
0: point I've heard more often here lately is exactly that, that it's the veteran leadership, mostly healthy, and then veteran leadership that is tightening up in all the right places at the exact right times. And I think the last... One of the last things the NBC broadcast folks talked about was... The comparison between them and the young, the youngness of Spurs, I'm wondering if that's not going to be a a detriment to to the Spurs the the rest of the way
1: because of their. I mean, Wes Morgan at the end of that game looked like he knew, like that, possibly just won them the title. I mean, I felt like they were celebrating that one nil. Victory over
2: Southampton. That is true. Like it just won them the title. But I mean he was probably also celebrating a little bit because he scored the goal. Yeah. This is true. He scored the goal from the back and who set it up? Christian Fuchs. I mean, it was all defenders for Leicester in this match yeah. from a fantasy perspective. Yeah. And from a I mean from a match perspective. Yeah.
0: No. I get it. Do you want I... to take, take the over-under bet on goals for the rest of the season?
2: So you're saying, you, you asked Dave and I an important and interesting question, I think, yesterday. Yeah. Uh, you said it was over-under four goals for Leicester's opponents over in their last... Over-under
0: four goals conceded by Leicester City
1: in the remaining six matches.
2: Their I'm... next four... Yeah, go ahead.
1: At Sunderland, West Ham, Swansea, at United...
2: United are gonna score one at most you would think you'd think West Ham would you'd think West Ham would score two I'll we'll see who uh,
1: then they uh they finish with Everton at home and then at Chelsea
2: Everton might not score any I don't know Everton can just
1: disappear I just...
2: think I I think my gut tells me over that there's I mean I don't think it's going to be smooth sailing all the way to the end. That's not to say that I think the title's in jeopardy at this point. Seven points is a very large gap with six matches for them left to play. It's going
1: to take them drawing like three or four of those. And even if they do, if they draw four out of their last six and win the other
2: two and don't lose any, I mean, they're still dropping four points. Spurs would almost have to win out with that. Yeah, yeah, I know it's 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 impossible. And mathematically, if they win just four, I mean, it's it's, so tough. It's a big ass, but they win. You'd
1: have to lose a game or two. I just wonder they they continue to not let the cracks or show any cracks. I'm just wondering what will happen if they get a little stroke of bad luck. Someone picks up a little injury. Someone picks up a weird red card, and and things aren't going their way. And, at this time and what the happens game. then? Because yeah, right now things good. have kind of been going their way a little bit. They haven't had too—I'm not saying they haven't had adversity because leading the table is fighting adversity every week. But, you know, they haven't had any fluctuations in that. And I just wonder if that—you um, know, if they have some of that, if it happens, what they'll do with it.
0: There's no sure thing in the last six. No, I, no. I mean, I'm saying Southampton was— maybe close in their recent form. Like, that Southampton has been... Uh, looks like they could have been okay, and they just didn't do anything. Of course, they were upset about that. They were. Uh, kuman
1: was really was upset. was
0: furious. Refused to talk about anything with the game because he felt like there were two handballs. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I mean, those would have been Mane. Hoots,
1: Hoots was close. Cause of I, I didn't think Danny Simpson was a handball. No, no, but who at all? Huth
0: definitely, his hand was way out there. We'll
1: just call it a handball?
2: They weren't calling it a handball. I, I, I wanted you to. Are you are you suggesting Jose Mourinho style that like there's a conspiracy theory to give Lester the title? No, I'm not suggesting that. <laughs> I mean, is this, second, this is the second. Hume definitely is suggesting though.
0: that there's a conspiracy against Southampton. He went all the way back to Stoke. Yeah, city, I and don't then also know. your what, guys. Scott would people he complained hate on about, uh,
2: He did last week too. That it there was is, a clear yeah. penalty against Liverpool. Clear yeah. penalty. Yeah, said that about all three. Two weeks ago,
0: all you know, three Ward, maybe matches. Maybe I haven't
1: been paying attention enough, but you're right. You mentioned all those things. You start stacking them up. It does seem a bit fishy. Because he's
0: saying we're
1: competing for Europe,
0: and he said we're competing for the league title. I guess he has. Serious delusions of grandeur (laughs) at their position in the table, but still, that's a serious
1: accusation. They're they're only 20 points off. I don't know. I see it from a (laughs) lesser.
0: Mathematically, they're still in it. Yeah, that's
2: right. I see it from a lesser point of view, though. This is two, I think, two either two matches in a row or two out of the last three where there have been handball calls that could have been made that weren't in the box. Mane
1: had an open goal. Yes. And somehow, I mean, he missed it. He, he he missed it. He they kicked, had you're other chance. Yeah, he yes. kicked it oh, straight man.
0: into Danny Simpson's. He kicked it right, he into, kicked the, right, right into, into the, the ra- ra- of right, his right body. into the
2: Raheem Sterling. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> well, it's uh, regardless another goal and assist for uh, a pair of defenders. Plus, they get a clean sheet. Casper Schmeichel was there in, in the goal, and he <sighs> gets the same. Fantasy uh, purposes. I mean, it's you're all stu- the back. You still gotta like.
1: You're all the guys we've been talking about. I mean, all I know, the starters.
2: Man. I think, I mean, if you have Vardy at this point, I would question why. I really would question why. Well, I probably will be getting rid of him only you to bring him?
1: on. Well, I've been saving my transfers.
2: Sure.
0: Oh, yes. that's Because
1: right. I will probably be bringing on a, a Lukaku and or Daniel Sturridge.
2: Because both of them have two double game weeks upcoming, yeah, so that's good. I mean, unless you should either have sold him or have a strategy for selling him uh, at this point. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna say Mara's. I mean, I've gotten burned by selling him and then having him blow up in the next week. He could very well do that against Sunderland, but at this point, I mean, you've got to think it's all at the back. It's all in the back for Ar- for Lester. I'm maxing out at the back. Yeah. I know we've talked about how that's that's not diversifying enough in the past, but at this point in the season, I mean, five of the last six matches have been 1-0 victories. I mean, how long are you going to ignore that? We
0: We can get to this kind of through the other matches, but my question is, what defense at any other spot, any other team, would you be satisfied having in place of them, even in double match weeks? Who could you count on? in defense yeah. the way you can count on them to the point that if you if you had, like we said, if you really did put Morgan, Huth, Fuchs, if you wanted to do that as your th- defenders, yeah. what, th- what three or
2: four defenders are you going to play that are going to be more... There is an answer, and I would never do it because it goes against all my principles. Norwich City. Manchester United. Oh, yeah, that's true. Manchester United. Yeah, uh, because I mean, David De Gea is... I mean, I'm not saying it's because of the back four. I mean, it is largely because of De Gea, but if you, you know, De Gea smalling and Blind, you're probably doing pretty well with all of their clean sheets they've had this year, too. I think they've had the most clean sheets uh, this season, something like that, or something like no, second most clean sheets. I, yeah. Leicester City, I think, maybe. Has Tottenham
1: it has, well, we'll get to that we'll later. We'll get to
2: that. All right. So, I mean, I think at, at this point, if you have shifted to the back, you can feel comfortable with that. Those defenders have been putting up big points for you at this point for the last two months yeah all right next match second place tottenham traveled to anfield it was liverpool one C- uh coutinho one liverpool one oh, Tottenham 1. okay, won. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. Uh, Coutinho and Kane. your predictable goal scores this one was was probably good f- you know, it, it went to form i think it did i wanted
1: more goals but I, it was probably the best game of the weekend, right? I'm mean, i I'm
2: glad you said that because I wanted to say that, but I felt like you guys would just make fun of me for saying I felt like this was the most watchable 90 minutes. There were it, better yes. stories in other matches, but this was the most watchable 90 minutes yeah. of football, I think. Yeah.
0: I wanted to watch it, and I was, for as sad as it is that they that Spurs did not win, I can't be mad about it because I really like Coutinho.
2: Yeah. I, I, well, I, I was happy to see him perform at what point are our defenders going to realize that when he has the ball on his left foot on the left side of the box and he's traveling towards the goal at what point are they going to realize oh you know what he's probably going to do right now he's probably going to cut in on his right and then drive it from twenty yards out into my net. I better do something about this. Are you saying Because we see that goal. I'm not upset about it. I oh, love it. It's a gonna beautiful say, thing.
1: Like what are you complaining about?
0: I'm not
2: complaining. He- I I'm just passionate today. Are you, I saying-, don't know. Are you saying he's a one trick pony? Uh, no, 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 certainly okay. not. That man is, he's a little magician. Now,
1: I think Scott is referencing the fact that the, the same, he scores the, the same, same goal same move, every match. Yes. It's, it's the like same this, move gets yeah, it's the same move. Like, understand this is probably what he's going to do, and if you're a defender, you need to anticipate that and keep him from doing what's most comfortable. You
2: know in basketball, when you know someone likes yes. to drive to the hole with their right hand? And or they like to cross over the right, before they Exactly, do you stand on the right side of their body. Yeah. Like Damn. get on his right side, and make, him and make him go and make him go left. Just left keep foot. him keep him on his left. Sense. And as long as defenders are going to avoid that or midfielders uh, are going to avoid doing that, yeah, play Coutinho. He's going to score the twenty-yard goal. Yeah, it's going to be a beautiful, beautiful thing.
1: This was a fun game, though. It I, was I wanted game. it to be three-three. Definitely can't it could complain have been. because you're right. Yeah. It did feel like the action was better than mm-hmm. technically the one-one result. I, Yes. Probably a deserved result. I think both teams had yes. chances. Yeah, yeah, it felt um, totally fair. So
2: yeah, it was a great game. And from a fantasy perspective, I mean, Harry Kane got another goal. Yeah, that mm-hmm. was a that was a wonder volley too. Yeah, that was a nice. He's good, goal. man. He is on, he's, he's on. He's on. Really, really good. I realized something. Like we've been going from show to show now, and like there are guys that we keep talking about each week. There's just a there's just a level of guy. There's there's a player that you have to have him in your lineup. Like, every fantasy lineup should have, as long as your league allows for this, should probably have a certain guy. Like, every club, every guy should have certain players in his lineup. And that guy and then is? The, well. And oh, then, okay, and okay. That's you're saying in general. Yeah, and then whoever, you know, y- your standings are going to be based on whoever the other five or six guys are that you, you pick up. Roger. Harry Kane is at the front. He should be at the front for everyone, I think. Absolutely everybody. There's yeah. no reason right now why he shouldn't be. If you're staying up to date with the matches, Harry Kane's in your lineup. Yeah. I, this, this
1: Statistically, this is what I loved in this game. Uh, both Liverpool, 15 shots, 7 on target. Tottenham, 18 shots, 5 on target. And each... Uh, Minule had four saves, and Lloris had six. I mean, that's yeah. that's goal just... goalkeepers first had very good saves. <laughs> yeah, Lloris had
0: two saves Lurice that were... had them were really good in the first half. Ridiculous.
2: Minule had a couple in the second half that were really yeah excellent. Speaking of statistics, I believe it's now time for Matt's stat of the day.
1: And now it's time for Brother Matt's stat of the day. Tottenham, Hotspur, leads the league... In goals scored this season. And they also lead the league in the least amount of goals conceded,
2: yet find themselves second in the table. You would think that those first two parts would contribute to a first place standing in the table.
1: If the goal is to score the most goals and and have the least amount of goals scored against you in order to win, and they're meeting that formula, yet are in the passenger seat for the title, that is interesting to me. I'm not
0: disputing it. It just sounds wrong.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I know. Again, I
0: uh, I sold Christian Erickson just in time for him to explode back onto the scene. Sure. But that was the guy that, for me, was the the guy. The guy was the guy. He just seemed like it was a really solid performance from him mm. and this is three straight solid performances
2: right. from Christian Eriksen. Right. Yeah. Yeah, if you're going past Harry Kane for Spurs, he's still still solid. You not to think. Not much owned.
0: Reasonably priced. 4 10 and 6 in his last 3. Two clean sheets
1: of goal and an assist. Yeah. It's pretty good. Yeah. No, it it's real good. Um look, going forward I think for fantasy purposes, like I find myself always seeming to say, um, you want to hold on to your Tottenham guys, but they don't have any... The one downside about them is they don't have any double match weeks coming up. The good thing is they almost always score. So, yeah. I mean, even on a double match week, if you have one defender who scores seven, who only plays one game, and then you have two defenders, you know, or you have another defender who plays two games and scores two threes respectively obviously you, your guy with the one game just outscored them. So you don't always have to have, you know, compete guys playing in double match weeks. Now your chances of scoring more are better, but if you can strategically pick defenders like a United defender possibly or a Leicester defender or Tottenham defender going into these last weeks of the season, if they're able to hold even one clean sheet and other guys don't, you know, you can, you can definitely have an advantage. But Tottenham nor Leicester – have double game weeks going out. Liverpool has
2: two.
0: Yep.
2: And uh, to your point, too, Dave, about the double match weeks, you want to make sure that you're you're playing guys who might actually play two matches yeah. in four days. So true. You know, a Liverpool, the, the, you know, Jurgen Klopp has settled in on eight or nine guys who are going to play just about every match if they're healthy. Uh, you know, Everton, you mentioned they are coming up with a double match week. I mean, you have to imagine Lukaku's going to play both matches. Yeah. So you're going to have 180 minutes with him. That increases your chances for fantasy What points. about Sturridge? No. You don't think he's going to play both? Um, do you think he'll play 60 minutes in both?
1: Maybe. Because I'll take 60 minutes to Sturridge maybe. in both probably. He might probably. do that at the
2: most. He might do that at the most, which gives him plenty of time to score goals. That's what I'm Yeah. yeah. The, the, no. That's
1: what I'm saying because as I'm looking at trying to revamp for that, um, I have two easy ads for me this week, and we can get to that later. But um, yeah, I, I just I think for for both teams, we've talked a lot about the guys and Kane and Ali and Erickson and uh, I, again, I think Vimmer and Vareld and Loris all hold value. As Did you well. notice Peter Drury
2: – was it Peter Drury, I think calling the game, the play by play.
1: I don't know how you remember those guys' names. Vimmer. I,
2: oh, he gave you the Vimmer. Good. Dropped Vimmer. Great. I, I think he listens to our podcast.
1: I did hear them mispronounce how go. Oh man! They're, I'll they, tell you, Ryan, that was, you that predicted was it oh, exactly. That was we, I'll
0: tell you what: the pronunciations are all over the map on you,
1: that dude. You, you were right though. It pretty much came out as, like you said, with "Kirkgard." "Haugard" is yeah. exactly yeah. how they went to. And you know what I wanted to say. You people don't know anything. You should listen <laughs> to our pod. A little harsh. They <laughs> no. know some things. Not if they don't listen <laughs> to
2: <our laughs> All right, next match. Arsenal 4, Watford nil. Oh this gosh. was a blowout. Before we get to Dave, the goals were all over the pitch. Alexis with the first. Alex Iwobi with the second. Yep. Hector... Bellerin? Bellerin? Hector Bellerin. He's going to have to be in our set Bayerin. Bellerin. Bellerin. A
1: a clear, we might uh, need Brian to tell yeah, us a, exactly a cl- how A
0: clear deflection on his goal. So lucky lucky him.
2: But It's all right. It was going was towards his. the goal,
0: so he gets the credit. Yep.
2: And then Theo Walcott with the, uh, with the uh, late garbage time goal. That was unnecessary.
1: I think I had said last week that if I could draw it up, score a goal within the first 10 minutes, score a second goal within the next 20 minutes, and add at least one more in the second half. Didn't exactly go like that. It's pretty good though. But I felt like that was. They looked like a team on a mission. But you know what? It's really annoying when the mission probably is is over. Like, I mean, yes, at this point you got to win what's in front of you, especially against a Watford team that on like the Scott, beach. What,
2: yeah, they're on the beach. They're I mean, done. Yeah, they they feel safe. They're secure. They're mm-hmm. playing for next year. I mean, they're not. I mean, they're done. They're statistically. Way this is the most ridiculous,
0: <laughs> dominant, statistics I've ever. I can It doesn't make sense. It doesn't look like. Looking at it, it was the only thing you could ask is when did when did Watford have the ball? <laughs> did they at, like?
2: Deeney had a nice header on goal.
0: Deeney's was the cl- he is the closest to scoring. He, he seemed the, the most to be trying. Is that fair? Yeah.
2: No,
1: he did seem to be trying. I, and I, I felt like he was getting annoyed at some of his teammates. He actually
0: people. looks like he is a warrior of
1: a player. Deany is, yes. yeah, yeah. He
0: seems like he legitimately I cares. I feel like
1: he's cut from the
0: old school cloth. 69% <laughs> possession for yeah.
1: Arsenal. Yeah.
0: 677 completed oh. passes.
1: To 230. That's that's Barcelona-style
0: numbers. 286 passes in the attacking third. Wow. To to 99. Wow. Not even...
2: 19 shots to 7. Nothing close. Nothing close about this. Before we turn Dave loose, Dave, do you own Alex Iwobi, the second goal scorer? (laughs) Do you really want me to... (laughs) I want to... I'm going to ask you this every week until he's available in the ESPN League. How many people would have had him?
1: This is the only thing I can think of. Because I looked again. Because I thought, surely, surely ESPN would have added him into their their player mix. I noticed there was a lot of Arsenal names in the midfield player list. And I thought maybe there's a cap limit and someone doesn't know how to change that midseason. And so they can't delete a player. Like... Like Arteta, who's not going to play again the rest of the season. Mm. Or Wilshire, because Lord knows he's out clubbing. And he's. I, I, if they haven't started making an exit plan for that guy, then they're just even beyond stupid. And I don't know that
2: article that reported his nightclub uh, issue also said that this might not be that big of a deal for Wenger. May, here's the bigger thing. Even if his nightclub thing isn't a big deal...
1: When was the last time he did something on the field and contributed to the team? That for me is the biggest thing. Sure. You got guys that we pick up like a or A Wobie, who's nineteen, or or El Nenny who comes in, and those guys are gonna make it hard for any, unless they get hurt for Ramsey, Kazorla, Wilshire, whoever else is on the bench to get back in the game.
2: Now, I haven't said this yet, but are we already in our arsenal moment with Dave? I think we did. We probably should have we need, to, we need
1: to make a drop, a drop for, for that to start it, because we probably should have already started it, because I think I'm already in, into it. Go, Go all in, in, man. You got this. Arsenal uh, moment with Dave. Yeah, like, I didn't write a letter this week, because I didn't want to be too predictable, right? Sure. Hindsight being 2020. Uh, 20 that's not really... Is that the saying, Brian? Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't think it's applicable Hindsight here. Hindsight is 2020. <laughs> You see it perfectly it's when it's very, behind
2: you, right? Yeah, it's very true. Um, That's how Gomez felt with the ball in the net. I was yeah. very happy about this
1: game. It was a fun game as a fan to watch because I felt like they, it was almost like a training ground exercise. <laughs> and and you're watching and you're like, yeah, this is exactly the team I expect most of the year. And then, yet I'm frustrated at the same time. Why? Because it's too little too late. It... it Listen, mathematically they're still in it, but it's pretty much it's too little, too late. That is annoying and frustrating. Um, but I real, you know, look on the on the upside. Um, really, really, really like uh, Mohamed El neni He is an excellent, excellent player. I really like Alex Awobi. This 19-year-old who I know has been on the team for a while, but he. I mean, he adds his boost in energy. Um, he has good vision. He has good movement. Um, I'm just really, really impressed with him. And uh, Wenger kept him. I thought he'd be loaned out uh, in the beginning of the year, and he didn't. And I was like, I felt like he was being wasted. And now here at the end of the year, I see maybe that was his plan the whole time, and everyone wants to knock him for certain things. But um, Elneny completed 122 passes uh the most in one Premier League game this season with a passing accuracy of 96.1%. Yeah. he well,
2: was by far the most active passing. All right, so let me Arsenal let me ask player. you yeah. let me ask you Dave as our resident Arsenal expert. Yeah. You've been sticking with Alexis for most weeks Holy smokes! You know that you, oh, Brian last week mentioned he would. He, oh, he's, no, no, he's, was, he's a I've been sticking guy. with Ozil, but I true, wish, true. I yeah. wish,
1: I would have sunk my teeth into Alexis four weeks ago. Yeah, his last five weeks, three, six, eight, seven, thirteen. I mean, he and Iwobi both had goals yeah. and assists. They both assisted and gold. Each other, and that's not the proper terminology, but that's whatever. No, no. Yes, they both assisted right. and gold each other uh, on the first two goals. It, it a little fishy.
2: Um, anyway, Scott, I interrupted. Go ahead. Well, no, I was just going to say. Um, all right, so Alex. It seems like just two weeks ago we were talking about how Alexis is is not in form. Now all of a sudden here he is. Uh, obviously, in super, back, form. super form. Super form. Um, we already know we would oh, you, we would all own a Wobi if we could. Brian last week called Bellerin. That was a great great time yeah, call. Put, hey,
0: kudos to Brian this week. Put for, my put my money where my mouth is. I bought Bellerin.
1: He listen. Brian smoked us this week. Yeah, he did. Uh, he it, took first place for tw- for a bit by twenty plus points. Um, it was A good week. Really good week. You had a great call on Bellerin. Not only picking up but then starting him. And uh, you did that with someone else too, didn't you? Who else?
0: Well, I, I was, the the part I'm most proud of that is that it was a straight up, actually a slight gain selling, Funes Mori to get Hector Bellerin.
1: Yeah, that's right.
0: So it was a really, to me, it was a it was a, it was a bit of a no brainer of a swap, given the you know current form, but still, that was the that was the move. No, I sold Sigurdsson to pick up Coutinho.
2: Coutinho, that's right. It was. But it was selling.
0: Yeah, it was selling Sigurdsson. Well, um, it was Coutinho.
2: We, you mentioned you really like El and you mentioned his passing statistics. Unfortunately, those don't correlate to fantasy points. No. So would you own I, him? for no, fantasy? Okay. No, I
1: would not uh-huh. own him for fantasy. But it's just me going off in an Arsenal moment, where I'm talking about my always, young players. Yeah, Owobi. Always. If enjoyable. I could play him, I would absolutely well, yeah. play him. But guess guess what? We can't. So. You know, that's uh, a little frustrating. Anyways, I think it's probably beyond time to
2: move on. No, we but always love our Arsenal with Dave. Well, the next match was also a 4-0 result. Bournemouth, nil, Manchester City. There were three 4-0 Four. results this weekend. Pretty bizarre. Yeah, those are, those are ones you could fast-forward through once the first couple of goals came in, I think. And just stop it when you see another goal go into the net. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The goal scorer is for Manchester City. This one is also spread out. Yeah. Uh, Fernando, Kevin De Bruyne. What, mm-hmm. did he make a return? Yeah. And then Aguero and Kolarov. Are we sure you're pronouncing that right? Nope, we're sure not. Maybe one day we'll know. One day. Not but today. But another today's... guy
0: whose pronunciation, uh, the pronunciation map on that guy is, uh, is
1: scattered. Sure. I mean, listen, how do we know it's not Bruyne? like you know Kanye well Rooney we don't know this one day like you said uh, Scott we will know we will
2: know uh, it's a little frustrating to have you know all these four no matches and and you know have four different goal scorers from a fantasy perspective you would love to see them clump together with one guy it would be nice if you own that guy uh, but this one obviously this was a this was this is what you might call a correction match that was a phrase that someone used last week on the show Ooh, previewing is that this match I'll take full credit for that. Thank you very much. (laughs) I also called the Tottenham draw. Hey, listen. Just missed the Leicester draw. Let's discuss
1: your predictions because I felt like you had a good week of predictions. I mean, you followed finally a good week of predictions, after multiple weeks of
2: bad predictions, but oh, wow, yeah, but but you yeah, got it's... the
1: good week of predictions.
2: I did, I did. You nailed it. The law of averages says that sometime I'm going to get it right. <laughs> uh, no, this just felt like a predictable week for me, uh, and it turned out to be exactly you as, got as expected. You down- You nailed it. Um, yeah, there's going to be. You know, I I think I called the. I th- I think if I can make a prediction now for next weekend, I think I called the Lester draw a week early. There's always crazy unforeseen results at this point where it's like, oh, that should go to form, and it doesn't. Crystal Palace seems to be a club that does that late in the year, uh, and obviously they did. We'll get to that in a second. Um, I don't know, Sunderland, maybe. They had a really good week. We'll see. But, uh, yeah, called this one correction match, four goals for City. It was a bad day if you're bored with players. Charlie Daniels, obviously, if you are still playing him in defense, and most of us still are. The, disa- much. the disaster play
0: of the game as well, Charlie Daniels. Yeah. Terrible decision to dribble the ball back to the middle, turns it over, which then turns
2: into De Bruyne's yeah. goal, which Spe- ends the game. Sorry, Brian. But speaking of De Bruyne, I, I was watching this and couldn't help but think. Like, we've been talking for weeks about how we're not owning any, owning any city players, maybe Sergio Aguero. Um, I watched this match and kept thinking, Kevin De Bruyne, what might have been? How yeah. many more points would City have in the table? How many more points would he have in fantasy? He is 17th among all midfielders, and he was out for the last two-plus months. What might have been for City if Kevin De Bruyne was still in the lineup? I mean, I probably would own him at this point. That in the middle also no company through that, through that entire stretch as well.
1: C City's had a lot of bad injuries. They really have. And, and if they had a Yaya who actually played, you know, like a third of the game.
0: Gone Yaya. Yeah.
1: After this summer. yeah. Confirmed. Oh, he is so Absolutely. gone. Absolutely I thought you were a new
0: phrase. Gone
1: Yaya. So look, <laughs> look, looking at the Cherries, their last two results, I was so wrong. I thought they would bounce back in this game. I couldn't have been more wrong. Um... But they lost to Tottenham 3-0, and we thought, oh, a blip in the radar. We definitely talked about that last week. Then going into this week, it seemed like the blip got bigger as they took it on the head. So, you know, my thought is the Cherries have had multiple fantasy-relevant players. Mm -hmm. uh, Still do. The last two weeks they haven't. Now, is that a result of just playing Tottenham and City, or is that a result of them slumping? Now... If there's anything to bust you out of a slump, Scott, what might that be? Aston Villa? Yes. <laughs> well, absolutely. <laughs> but that, there is nothing like busting a slump than coming up and playing Villa either the, at their place or at home. Because if you go to their place, your traveling supporters will probably outnumber their home supporters. There is
0: nothing. I think the top goal for all clubs is to bust a slump. <laughs> My question is, other than Aston Villa this week, what, what, what match the rest of, this, of the way do you feel good about for, for
1: Bournemouth? Oh, man. None of
0: them. That, this is it. They play Liverpool at home, Chelsea at home, they go to Everton,
2: they play home against West Brom and they're at United. But they they're are the not, cherries. They are the cherries. Up the, No, I, this is a club that will not go to the beach early. Like Watford did, this is a club that will continue to fight. They'll continue to put in goals. I you think. believe in Eddie Howe? I believe in Eddie Howe. Slash Matt Ritchie. I don't believe I don't believe they'll have clean sheets, but I do believe they will put up an effort, and that might mean goals and assists that are there in the in the in the squad. I, I, they're going to keep fighting, and for me, that's enough to keep sticking with them. Now I'm not going all in. Like I'm, you know, we've long got rid of Benik who now is hurt. Yeah. Uh, you told us this, this morning, Brian. Um, you know, I think there's still value in Charlie Daniels. There might still be some value if you happen to... I mean, you can pretty much play roulette with Bournemouth midfielders and hope to make it with one. I think Matt Ritchie, at this point, for me, is still a fairly solid bench player, just
1: depending on where you spend your money, and if you had to start him, you could. I'm Bournemouth does not have any double match weeks going out. Yeah. So, again, I would probably kind of shy away from most of their players at this point, even Charlie Daniels, only because... If I'm going to try to hold on to a defender, it's going to be someone, if they're not going to have a double match week, it's going to be someone who's on a Spurs or Leicester who gives me a chance at seven points.
2: Yeah, I mean, that's a good call. I can't argue with it. My only point in, in slight difference to you is I, st- I think they're going to fight, so there could still be value in the, in the okay. offensive as well.
1: But, okay, I'll just say if so, but where's it coming from? Like, their value and their offense. I'm, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just sure. saying.
2: I mean, I think. It's I mean, t- it, yeah. That's
1: why I feel like it's tough to call, right? So, it is very hard so to
2: call. What did we say? They have, like, 33 different on the whole, scores yeah. this year? On the whole, I agree with you. That's the On the, on not the, true, on the, the micro,
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't so know where it's coming from. Yeah, it's impossible so, to
2: predict, which makes it hard. And at this point in the year, you can predict certain things to be true, at least certainly certain teams to avoid. Sure. Warford. Uh, so, yeah, you you're not wrong. You're not wrong. I'm just saying, if not right. you don't need to do a not fire wrong. sale either. Sure. Yeah. All right. Manchester United one, Everton nil. The goal scorer in this one, Anthony Martial. Another clean sheet for Manchester United. Martial is really good. He's. I wish he was Arsenal's Martial. He's really, really good. Do you want to give your award? Uh well I'll get to that in a second. Okay. I don't know if I'm gonna give it here. Well we're gonna talk about that. But um Wow the I thought it was a done deal. Ah, uh, you know, then I watched again the, the highlights. I said, Well, that's <laughs> okay. a problem. I just keep going back and forth. Whatever match I've seen last between the two, that's the one I want to give the award. So we'll talk about it. Alright. But I want to focus on United for a second. The the play by play announcer talked in this one, it was also Peter Drury actually. Uh, talked about how you know, at the beginning of the year, Anthony Martial, he was the new guy. He was the young, like, sure. stud for Manchester United. Now he feels like old news because of Marcus because Rashford. Because of Rashford. Yeah. That is interesting. And yet, kind of quietly, he has had a really solid season. And, you know, we've, if there's one thing that I have learned to be true in, in covering this season of fantasy soccer, it is that there is value in some cases of sticking with guys all season long, even through the bad weeks.
1: I feel like with Martial, he is on the cusps of having like for setting up for next season, mm-hmm. where he's going to be unbelievable. And as long as Rooney doesn't get, I his feel leg. like it was Hazard's year before last year, right? Like when Hazard was Player of the Year last year and was very well, he was the best, probably the one of the best players in the league. Maybe not the best, best fantasy scorer, but one of the best players in the league. I feel like Martial is having a type of year right before like Hazard did before his big year. Like he's still feeling the league out. He's still playing everyone
2: and going to other grounds for the first time or whatever. But, man, when he gets it together, he's really good. And sometimes when guys get into the Premier League, you know, they get into England for the first time, it especially takes when takes a little young. while. They, they fall off at the end of the year too. Mm-hmm. He hasn't done that. No. You know, he's put, a, he put another goal in this past week. So, yeah, yeah I mean, there's value there for sure there at the front with Martial, and then... I mean, we've talked about Rashford. I, I'm, not, I'm not saying that Rashford has none. There's probably still some value there as well. He did look a little lost in this match, though. It was, it was a little concerning to me uh, how much he struggled, uh, even to the point where both announcers were talking about how maybe he's settling in and, and kind of going through that first slump a little bit. But enough about United. Everton, I wanted, after watching this match, I wanted to give their entire team... The Cameron Jerome, Wasteful Player of the Week Award. I still think we should. What are but, the stats, Brian?
0: Well, they, it's not that they were... What, that's the thing. Looking at just the cold statistic of it, they just seemed very ineffective. But you see the, you see the players who did anything. It's one. It's Jagielka. Yeah. He's the only guy who put a, a shot on goal. He put a he put a shot off the crossbar that you could only describe as violent. It, it was the so crack that 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 the ball made against the woodwork. The metalwork. You know, it sounded metalish. It sounded like not It wood. Sounded like a a an adult tree performing corporal punishment <laughs> on a child tree. <laughs> it was it was like it sounded like. Like, cricket bat on on tree bark is yeah. what it sounded yeah. like. Yeah. Which would be... That's an interesting picture. Sure. Um, uh, you're, you're not wrong. So there... It wasn't that they... It's... I, I'm, I lean a little bit. Like, after you... You know, you kind of see the end result, and you see, like, what the heck? Everton, are you serious? How did you manage nothing? And then you watch... You know, when you see what they actually did, it was way... It's way more towards... uh I think it was John Stones that said they were. It was they felt like it was an unlucky result, and it felt more unlucky than it did
1: ineffective. It felt like they had horrible, horrible luck. Like it doesn't matter what they tried to do. Like I mean, listen, De Gea played really well. Okay, and that's going to make you feel like you. Uh, when a keeper's playing well, it makes you feel like you have bad luck because.
2: Things that normally go in aren't going in because they're, they're being ridiculous. And teams higher on the table have had a hard time scoring on them all year. So you can give them that. I don't see it as luck. I saw it entirely in this match as a lack of chemistry.
0: Which they were what 11, Layton,
2: Which is what Leighton Baines said. They were 11 individuals. I think the saying is, you can say for this club is that the, the whole doesn't equal the sum of their parts or, or something. But you have 11 guys yeah. who are legitimate starters in the Premier League. I mean that's a that's a known roster of of you know players with lots of international caps they're they're well they're they're respected they they're good they they've got fantasy value for some of them but you put them all together and for whatever reason Roberto Martinez has a, he has he has 11 individuals playing out there there's there's no Everton you might as well eliminate whatever's on dude, the front dude, of the jersey.
1: I've been bashing Martinez for a few weeks because I feel like he, he is the reason why this team gone. is underachieved. Underachieved. This yeah. team has too much talent. Yes. To continue to underachieve. Yeah. And, and I, mean, I like him. Yeah. But as a manager, he has
2: failed and miserably this year. Yeah. And they have a new owner now. Uh, and so you have to imagine they're they going to start. They have new rebuilding. money, right? The, the, new the, the, money, but the, they're going to get a lot more too when they sell Lukaku. He's gone. Like he's not sticking around for this. And so you're going to see a new Everton next year. It's going to be interesting to see if it changes how they do overall. You know, by, Where's by, Lukaku going? By Romelu. Somewhere. Manchester good. United's Romelu so,
1: Lukaku? Somewhere. I don't
2: know.
0: Somewhere out of the Premier League. Depends on Zlatan. <laughs> um, so my <laughs> questions were is it recoverable? In any possible way, not for but, this year. So then, for who? For Everton. No,
1: no, no, no. So, right. so
0: doesn't that affect your desire to own them in their two double match weeks?
1: Well, no, <laughs> it's well,
2: that's a it's yes, a valid point. Other than Lukaku, Luka- Other than Lukaku, that but Lukaku is the one. That's I what will, I mean. Who do I, you trust though? I dude? will own Lennon in the double match week. And you got to Yeah. So Everton has a double match week this coming week, and they play. They play Palace. Watford. They're at Watford and then at Crystal Palace. I mean you've got to play Lukaku for those two matches. You have yes. to. I mean especially if it's a Watford team that's gone to the beach. Scott. Exactly. And and despite Everton standing in the table, you just have to. And I would I'd be tempted to play Lennon. I don't own him. I'm not planning to own anyone other than, than Lukaku on this roster. You just have to. For those two, can I
0: make one uh Sure, go ahead. Sure, yes. I love those. John Stones. No, 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 no. no. Just hear me out. (laughs) No, but go ahead. Was it a recovery game at the very least for him? Mm Because it seemed like my question going into this week, if it was not for anything positive said about him, my question for you would have been, can somebody please explain, for somebody who doesn't know a ton, Mm -hmm. can you please explain John Stones to me? There's yeah. nothing that is, like, I've never seen anything other than one of the most desirable individual but players what does for he do everyone. The and then every time you watch, you just say, "Yeah, but why? why? This was one of the few games where it was, no, John Stone showed why he was, he is such an impressive player. He was.
2: Didn't he make an error that contributed to the goal? Though? He did. His <laughs> one <laughs> error contributed really to the goal. Errors. Which is all it takes as a defender. Still
0: heavily involved as a facilitator. Probably the guy that touched the ball the most. High, really high sure. percentage of completed pass it, uh, passes. He's only $5.3 million. Sure. And he's only owned
2: 4%. I feel like 4% ownership at this point for anyone in defense is high. I don't know that we can do this, but I would love to go back and see what his ownership was at the start of the year because I think I would have owned him. Uh, it, it's, I have a theory that is entirely untrue um if you recall he was heavily sought after by chelsea Mm -hmm. jose Mourinho, and he wanted to go and everton just flat out said no right but yet he still has turned out to be like a chelsea player this year i think he just decided i'm going to do what my should have been teammates are doing i'm just gonna i'm just gonna mail it in like chelsea's mailed it in this year Mm, jose Mourinho. so they'll sell me Maybe. I mean, hey, Roy Hodgson still played him this week, or this last international break, so he's still viewed as a talent. I think in this case, I think there are some who look at him and see uh, that he still has the ability to play well, and they maybe they don't hold his club against him. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Anyways, for me, fantasy going forward, it's a good point,
1: Scott. Barkley, I mean, not Barkley. Lennon. Barkley's done. Lennon and Lukaku for me are valid double match week ads for me. Watch Ross Barkley go absolutely bonkers. Of course that will happen. Of course I don't, probably
2: I will. I don't see it. <laughs> West Ham, two. Crystal Palace, two. Again, four different goal scorers yeah. in this one. Cue the sad music for Brian. Yeah. Oh, man. For the Hammers, Manuel Lanzini. And then a wonder free kick from Dimitri Payet. Who, by the way, he's also in that first tier. of Guys, everyone has to own. Oh, everyone has to. own. If you
1: don't own him, you're you're you're
2: losing ground on whoever's around you. Oh, you goodness. called Lanzini for a couple weeks, and I've been downplaying that every time you bring him up. But my obviously, su- my
0: suggestion was that even even when Lanzini was hurt, that it would impact at some point whenever he came back. And it took a it took a little bit, but here he it is. It took you're right. three
1: games. It took three games. His game okay. since he's been back fourth. Four four three nine nine, and uh, Brian, I I was kind of skeptical when you said, like, you know, we were talking about West Ham players and like Lanzini's coming back. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, he did okay. Man, I was wrong, man. That guy's good. Yeah, I'll give you, you credit. You were that right. You were right. Has been good. I should have known that. Of course, you're going to know the West Ham team better than me, because it's one of your five teams. I like those guys. Hey. There's a lot of likability about I, those I, guys. I like him, too. You just like him a little more? I like
2: Slavin Bilic. I think he's. I do like the Billich. Right I'd take him as a manager. Yeah, absolutely. He's the perfect choice. I was just talking to someone yesterday about how they have the potential, more than anyone, to do well in the Champions League for England next year if they can get into the top four.
1: They'll yeah. have
2: a ton of money coming in from that new Olympic stadium that they'll be moving Zlatan. to. A lot of time would ruin it, I think. But, uh, Listen,
1: as much as I want him to go there goals. I thought more about this. Rich than man's Andy Carroll. Rich man's Andy Carroll. He's not a rich man's Andy Carroll.
2: <clears throat> Twelve goals at best if he goes to the Premier League next year.
1: But my thing is this, his ego is just bigger. Like it it can only be contained by like a United or Chelsea. It you
0: would, want him in it the would, league. it would be like it would be like the Stay puffed, Marshmallow Man walking through downtown <laughs> New York. Zlatan's <laughs> ego in in West Ham United. It's so true.
2: He's the kind of guy you want him in the league for entertainment value, but not on your roster, not on your club's roster. I would take him on my roster. Oh, goodness. All right, I would love to hear the Arsenal moments for that. Oh. Uh, Chet Cuyate was sent off with a straight red... I think it's pretty. That was a little harsh. I think wasn't it's pretty it? widely uh, agreed that it was a harsh, a harsh red card, maybe a yellow at best. I think
1: he was penalized because he's just a tall player, and it looked way more. Be- it looked, it way looked a lot worse. studs up.
2: I didn't even see the studs up. To be honest yeah. with you, it looked pretty. It looked pretty. I mean, maybe a yellow for a, a little bit of recklessness. Not a red. There is an appeal uh, that West Ham has filed. The decision on that is pending. If it is uh, turned down, then he would not be available this weekend. So, something to keep in mind.
0: If it wasn't for Aaron Cresswell, they would have been down. They would have been 2-2 before the red card. Aaron Cresswell had the save of the game. Was
2: that the one where he was in the net? Like yes. On the line? That was yes, a great, was. great mm-hmm. play. Which
0: was, which was Cuyate's fault. <laughs> that, that that even happened. So not a good game. It was not for a good game, not a good good. game Teyate. for Teate, but it was Aaron Cresswell with the save of the game. I love that guy. Again, has been terrible. Like of all the fantasy moves that you could make. Aaron Cresswell has not been good for fantasy, but still I cannot let that guy go almost more than anyone. Honestly, I, it's to
2: your advantage, though. He's, he scores very highly overall. So if you've stuck with him for the long haul, you're doing okay. But you're right. Week to week, you wonder. You look at his total points for the season, and if you've felt like if you had him from week to week, you wonder how that's possible. Yeah,
0: he had another two this week, and
2: yeah. this yeah. is not good, but still. The Crystal Palace goals, uh, the other center back, Damian Delaney. Delaney. He always seems to jump on the score sheet every now and then. Scott Him.
1: Yeah. Scott Danham is right. Delaney has stolen (laughs) Scotty Dan's, Dankenstein's Thunder. Delaney looks like a giant too. He he just looks like a.
0: He just looks like a.
1: a, Palace used to have another defender, Hagelin. You remember him? That dude was a monster. It's like Palace, if you're not over 6'4, they don't even
2: look look at you to play defense for them. Crystal Palace, where all the men look like tall freaks (laughs) and all the women look like our cheerleaders. Is that the slogan? When, yeah, when, I think that's on all the teams. Weren't team they the first program. club
1: to have like cheerleaders? They're the that, only they're club that They're the only to club to have cheerleaders. Yeah.
2: It's weird. Um <laughs> the other goal to like Gale, who doesn't have any fantasy value no. at this point. Uh, all right, next match. Another fun one. Stoke two. Swansea two. Another goal with or sorry, another match with four goals by four different players for Stoke. Ibrahim Afellay. Yep. And Boyan. And it was funny because when Boyan's goal went in, I thought to myself, oh, I wonder if I've missed the boat on Boyan. Then I looked up his points. Nope, haven't missed the boat no, on him. This haven't? was just a random good week he, he, with the goal. He just shows up every now yep, and then. Yep, yep, no, no fantasy value
0: there. He I, I doesn't play enough anyway. He's that's exactly a, he's right. A, he's a pure just a sub guy that's getting more time thanks to Shakiri still being out, which that's going to, I mean, he'll, he'll still have the
2: same role even when Shakiri comes back. It but doesn't. you know who does have value. Still. Marko (laughs) Arnautovic. Not where I was going, but you love Arnautovic. I love him. You love Arnautovic. Amazing assist on Apple High School. Yes, fair enough. he did. True story. Uh, No, I'm talking about Gilfie Sigurdsson. He's, I mean, Swansea's not good, but he's the one guy you can continue to count on. And honestly, I'm putting him on the first tier for fantasy. How can that guy, like, he's sort of a a continued must-own. Yeah, he's not, yeah, that's right. He is... He literally single-handedly is keeping that team from getting relegated. That's right. It's weird to say, but Pyatt and Sigurdsson are two must-own midfielders. Yeah. They're on the same level yeah. for fantasy, even though their clubs are on completely opposite ends of the table. Huh? John
0: Stone, for me, must <laughs> sell. Well,
2: at ter- least you got Coutinho. Not, yeah, not a bad
0: sell <clears throat> in terms of, of <clears throat> swapping, but I have an irrational uh, hold on uh, somebody I,
1: I typically could, could give three... Rips about this game, but I was kind of rooting for Jakob Hagel this game. Huggle. Jakob Høgel. I felt very, like he could have done a little bit better on the first goal he let in.
2: That's the that's the general Sigurds- consensus. Well,
0: Sigurdsson's was just lightning. He just got absolutely caught. There was, and I I tend to agree more with with. Uh, Manager man. Okay. (laughs) Good.
2: Excellent. (laughs) Excellent (laughs) soccer analysis. Their manager said. (laughs) Manager man sounds like a great superhero idea for next season. Manager man. Yes, (laughs) manager man.
1: Anytime the manager goes off. On the referees,
2: Zlatan Ibrahimovic man. will
0: play for no one except Manager Man. The only manager who can manage the egos of the Premier League. No, uh, Sigurdsson's shot was just uh, it, it. he didn't. He barely moved. He barely reacted. It was a slightest of he was slight deflection. Probably blind yeah. blocked to from seeing the shot. Yeah, and uh, and it was the same on the second goal as well. It
2: was just it was a deflection and and more of a nothing-you-could-do about it. And that second guy put in by sub, Alberto Pulaski. Yeah, great. Never never heard of that yeah. guy. And he's That's been playing a little bit more as uh, Gomez and IU's value has dropped. But, yeah, there's no value there still. Sigurdsson's got it all. <laughs> Aston Villa, nil, Chelsea, Jeez, four. four. Another, another
1: <clears throat> four. That's the third four-nil. That's right. And then there was also like that was the scoreline four 0 or two two seemed to be mm-hmm. the scorelines of the weekend. Yep.
2: And at least Pedro put two of those in. So if you have Pedro, he he got two goals there, one yeah, one. A uh, couple of nice goals. Ruben loftus his cheek and uh, Pato Alexander Pato on a PK put in the uh, the other two.
0: If uh, you if you have Pedro, let me buy you a coffee. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah. Good idea I for mean, having him.
1: If I he started him. Pedro's coming off. Before this game, Pedro was coming off his prior four games a 1, 0, 0, and a 1. Yeah. So if you played Pedro, like Brian said, you got 16 points. For, no, but part yeah, of me is like, a what are you doing? Uh, granted, it's Villa. So maybe that's you chalk it up to no
2: one else. You know, you're playing Villa. But One of the things we're going to talk about, I think, a lot during the summer as we lead into the next season on our podcast uh, is Chelsea's youth Yeah. and how much they're going to play a role with new manager Antonio Conte. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's going to be interesting. It, it, obviously, a big part of that conversation is going to be who they buy. Um, I feel like uh, new managers,
1: correct me, you might feel differently. I feel like when new managers come in, they want to bring some new players with them. They don't have an allegiance to the young players. Mm-mm. They don't even know, especially at Chelsea, you don't even know if you're going to be there for the, to finish the season. Yeah, Much less like three or four or five years to build something. And I wonder
2: if some of the younger players don't just get pushed to the side. They might. There's already rumors of three or four uh, Italian-based players that are are rumored to... That Conte wants. Yeah. Uh, So it's going to be an interesting conversation. They might find themselves on the bench again at best.
1: Kennedy, Loftus, Cheek, Traore, all these guys, and even Matt Miazga, Mm -hmm. the New York Red Bulls. He's going to start my
2: All-American fantasy team next year. Interesting. Um... Yeah, question is, a good, will he play for Chelsea? That's a good point. <laughs> I think
0: there's a lot of goals to be had the rest of the way for, for Chelsea. Chelsea. The problem is, like you said, predicting who that's going to be. Because other possible. than other than Tottenham, I mean, at Swansea, home city, at Burnmouth, the Tottenham at home, and then at Sunderland, at Liverpool. I just feel like there's a lot to be had and there. And
1: then they finish with Leicester. Last game of the season.
0: Yeah, So I just, I mean, that's not a great one, but... Costa comes back this week, I think. I think this, you're right. I think yeah. it was his yeah. third match. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah. no, no. He's not. Uh, he's out still. It was a three-match ban oh, wow. ending with Swansea. Hmm. So he's back. He would be back for the city match. Okay. But still, I just feel like
1: there's a lot of goals there. There I, are, but like you said, where are they coming from? I don't trust, yeah, I don't trust anyone. And if Costa's not playing, I don't trust anyone. Yeah. And I
2: hate, I hate Costa. But yeah. I trust him when he plays. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> Norwich, three. Newcastle, two. Cue the violin. Oh, the Canaries goals coming from Tim Closa. Who's good?
1: I've never seen Tim spelled eh, with two M's. Eh, two. Eh, have you ever seen... Two, Brian, have you ever seen Tim spelled with two M's? funny that you say that because I was going to say... Just like
0: the famous saying goes, as the close of Norwich goes, so goes Tim Kloza. That's not a <laughs> saying at all. <laughs> Brian, uh, I, you, can't, you can't ignore a man with an unnecessary uh, second <laughs> consonant in his first name, and that goes doubly for Tim Kloza now. Is he related to uh, uh, German uh, German Close uh, Unbelievable striker. Uh, Close, close, what's, that,
2: whats that? guy's name? I don't know if he yes, is. Yes, you or do. That. I don't. know. You know the guy's name? Hey, though. I imagine it's not that uncommon. He's born a name. in Germany, Did, but his—did but uh, anyone uh, he's else a Swiss notice Swiss this? Player. I feel like Tim Closa,
1: as, as he scored and he's running away because I feel like it's the first time the camera's kind of zoomed in on him. I kind of felt like he looked like Martina Navratilova. He's—he's <laughs> <laughs> he's very upright. He's very—I I felt like <laughs> he, very German. <laughs> He, I felt like as he was running away, his hair, his hair looked looks, all featherish well, was like Martina say, his, Navratilova's well, did. Well, his
0: hair looked very carved most of the time. <laughs> yeah. Like, but, then, but then, yes, whenever, as uh, he's celebrating just if it, you it happen very, to
1: look at a replay, look at it again and, and just think to yourself, oh, that could be Martina Navratilova. Anyways. I'd so, love, oh,
2: go ahead, sorry. Well, no, I was just going to discuss the goals. The first goal was closer. Yeah. I don't know, I can't tell you who scored the second goal because I don't know how to say it. Oh, geez. Well, Aleksandar Mitrovic? I mean, oh, yeah. Canary. You, you meant, were over oh, the Canaries. Yeah, sorry. yeah. so misunderstanding. Mitrovic put in the next goal in the match. Leveled. Leveled 1-1. One, which one. in the
1: 71st minute. Which, which was
2: Mitrovic. He's putting in some goals. Yes, Man, he, he
1: had a good game. Yes, he
2: did. And then the next goal for Norwich. Yeah. I, I don't know yeah. who that was. Here I mean, I know who it was, but I don't know how to say it. Yeah. I'm
1: confused on how to say his name. And when we are confused how to say names... We go to How to Say with Brian J.
0: Yeah, here we go. Is there going to be music behind this one or something?
1: That usually is part of oh, the
0: segment. Okay, great. Uh, well, so far, every How to Say segment has been a coordinated attempt by the two of you sometime prior to the show to force me into a difficult pronunciation because you know I'm bad at accents. Not today. Not today. <laughs> Today's How to Say was a clear attempt on your parts, both of you, you scheming yellow bellies, to force me to say a name that only hurts. (laughs) This Norwich striker was pivotal in the match versus Newcastle on Saturday. You knew that. Pivotal in helping put the magpies back in a tiny cage while the canaries fly free. (laughs) <laughs> Though he was born in Zaire, somehow he is officially a player for the Democratic Republic of the Congo. The Congo, as you jerkheads probably already know, has 79 million people living there, making it the highest populated francophone country oh. on earth. Wow. Thanks to Billy Joel's smash hit, We Didn't Start the Fire, we know that approximately at the same time as Chubby Checker and Psycho, those meddling Belgians <laughs> were in the Congo, which explains why he is a French speaker. It's a historical fact that makes me think that both of you have Belgian ancestry. (laughs) We're not talking about that. We're talking about a player who has four names.
2: (laughs) (laughs) He has more names? Four. (laughs) This is way
0: better. This is why I have to say, I think my favorite part of this, how to say, is that Norwich fans just call him Big Dave. (laughs) (laughs) His first names mean, literally, God's gift and God's mercy in French. His other names' meanings are a mystery known only by the ancients. <laughs> <laughs> he is. Deodon? Dieu merci? Mbokani? But if you're not an idiot trying to use a bad French pronunciation, you probably just call him Dieu merci Mbokani.
1: Dio merci Mbokani.
0: M. Bocani. Yeah, see, that's the thing. I'm not thinking this, this is over. Uh, no, the, the, most of the time you hear him Mbokani. That's most. Of the, yes. I mean, it, they basically just go straight at all. Straight at all of the consonants.
1: And, and why did they leave his last name off? I, I have
0: no idea. four is, names, is more of the French. If you see, if you hear the direct French, it's more Mbokani. And it's, it's not more, a silent M. No, it's definitely slightly pronounced.
1: Hmm.
2: Well done. Uh, yeah, the uh, yeah,
0: well thanks. Yo, yeah, thank you. Well Your done. names. Who uh,
1: I had no idea. <laughs> There's a
0: you can find it. The uh, Chelsea fans sing a a song for Aspiraqueta. That they that they basically say. Like all five of his names. We're just we'll just call you Dave. <laughs> 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 it's the same tune ends up in so many of those songs that people sing. Yeah. At, at matches, but yeah. they basically put in in place of as pilaqueta Norge they seem to have just put Big Mercy and Bocani. Can you can you in. give us all four names one more time? Diodon Diu Merci
2: Mbokani, Bezua. <laughs> that was so good. That was so good. So he puts in the second goal. Then Mitrovic puts in another. The, yeah. The PK. The PK. Ties it up at two. And then in stoppage time, Jonas Olsen with the winner for North.
1: Martin Olsen. Sorry not to be jerk-faced. Wow. Jonas plays for West Brom. Yeah, you're
2: right. But I've confused him before no, as well. No, thank you. No. Like. I get all my Olsons mixed up. Mary-Kate uh, Olsen puts in the winner Yeah, yeah. one of the Olsen twins time. scored. It yeah.
0: was it was an amazing. It really was a good game to watch with rooting interest at, for me s- firmly on Newcastle. I, it was a sad game, and, but still it was an amazing. It really was a good game.
1: And Kevin Darlow. Like Ke- Carl,
0: Carl Darlow.
2: Darlo. Yes. Never even.
0: Yeah, exactly. We already <laughs> a good call. Touche. Uh, Carl Darlow <laughs> Darlo. Darlo. had three saves. Two of them were exceptional. We could go on. Two of them. One, the his save on Mbokani early on was uh, it, it didn't make sense. We're short shouldn't on have, time, and for
1: fantasy purposes, Darlow won't matter. I but own him. I wish we could replay. I know we had so conver- much fun. during Our the conversations week. midweek on uh, Carl Darlow when when cruel got, or not cruel, whoever
2: was playing in goal for them got Elliot. hurt. Rob Elliott. Elliott. Oh, yeah, Tubby Tubby Elliott. Big boat oh, Elliott. Uh, yeah, Carl Darlow, when he got hurt, when Elliot got hurt, and Carl Darlow was was the guy is replacing him. Not we to, had fun,
0: not to be even more angry for you, but you can still own Tim Cruel and Rob Elliott, but you cannot own Alex Iwobi. Fun ESPN fantasy premier fact.
1: Wow, you're really on top of it, Espen. Yeah. Way to go.
2: Yeah, I do own Carl Darlow. Because is, why not? Is yeah. Jakob Halgo? I available? Yes. I own him. Yes. I honestly I don't know why they're hating on Norse. If you're not buying how gold, then you should probably own Ben Foster. Sunderland nil, West Brom nil. Ben Foster, He. Seven, if there's such six. thing as manager man, he was goalkeeper man. Yes. <laughs> he was. Wow. That one save, though, I have to say, was just sheer, bl- like, bl- literally, maybe blind yeah. luck yeah. off his face. Yeah. Have you not guys face. seen. The,
1: the Facebook meme video of like it's a, in a volleyball game and, and like it's completely made up, but made to look really legit. And like they go to this one team goes to spike it. It's for like the championship point or something. And they got to spike it. And there's a guy out there who's not a volleyball player. And they just like threw him out there. But every time the ball comes across, it hits him in the face. And like knocks him out, but it bounces over, and like they sc- score a point. And then, and then like for the game point, like this guy's got knocked out like three times because these guys are just pounding sp- like superhuman. Robert Hooth volleyball spikes on this guy's face, and and like for game point, two of the guys grab him and throw him up, and like the spike literally hits him in the face and bounces down. and They win, but the guy's like knocked out. Bottom line is he's a magnet for this volleyball. Mm-hmm. His face is. I felt like that's what was going on with oh, Foster man. in this game. Sunderland should have won this game, like, 4 to nothing. Yeah. They looked really good, and they had a lot of chances. But they, they could not
2: beat Foster. 22 shots. Foster's making a case for uh, Euro 2016 with all these injuries at goalkeeper. Six saves, Foster. Six. And most of those came against Jermaine Defoe shots, which... Has led us to wonder: yeah, oh Should he be the winner of the Cameron Jerome Wasteful Player of the Award, Wasteful Player of the Week award? It's hard to say. We should work on that name for next year. Yeah, but, but I, yeah. I felt like Foster was just so good. Yeah, but that's so my Everton opinion. gets it. Congratulations, Everton Football yeah, Club. Good job. You win the award. But Foster was all the value. And honestly, in a weekend where we were talking in our previous show last week about goalkeepers, uh, what do you do with Butland's injury? Foster costs a little bit more, but he probably was the best one to play. Yeah. All right, Which I did. We, we have our first double match week coming up. Everton and Crystal Palace will play on Wednesday following a full slate of weekend matches, your usual weekend matches coming up this weekend. Hey, don't forget, lineups will set Wednesday.
1: Mm. When that first game is played on Wednesday, don't be fooled, as, how to say, as Brian J. says sometimes. Don't, don't be, fooled. be fooled. Don't be fooled. Lineups will set Wednesday, so don't sleep on setting your lineup. I look forward to this week. It's going to be fun to see how these double match weeks kind of play out. This will be the first one, and um, the following week is another one as well, but with multiple teams playing. So it's I believe it's going to be it's, fun.
0: It, are we buying and selling anyone?
1: Carl Darlow. I, I'm buying – yeah, I am buying the uh, Lukaku and Lennon. That's who I'm buying this week. You're buying Everton? I, no, but I'm buying those two Everton players. Okay. All right, who are you buying?
0: Uh, I think I might be buying, uh, I might be taking Scott's advice, I might be buying Andros Townsend. And I sure wouldn't mind buying Mitrovic.
1: Mitrovic, I, I, he's a great s- buy. He, He's a good buy. He's a good cheap buy. And, and Rafa it, Benitez is going to keep trying to the
0: end with that club. Which makes me want to, but uh, in that same vein, I yep. think I might sell. I, I, my irrational hold has been on Winaldum.
1: Yeah. Yeah. All right. Any 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 sales quickly off the top of the head. I, I'm selling Vardy this week. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm yeah. sure he'll score two goals this following week. But I'm I'm selling Vardy.
2: No, it's the right move. And
1: it's not because I don't trust him or think he's doing bad.
2: I'm just looking for a player who's doing better. Yep. And they're out there. And yeah, it's it's not Vardy at this point. You know, Rich is the buy, and I think Vardy's the sell at striker. Right? There's there's, it's a smart move.
0: Brian, any sells? I think I'm selling, uh, I've been holding Charlie Daniels. I think I'm selling. It's time
1: to sell him. I don't like so. my schedule going out. Like, you're only getting twos and threes from them going out. So, all right. Listen, have a great week. Enjoy the matches. And until next time. You can always reach us on Twitter. Tweet us at FantasySoccerFC, at FantasySoccerFC on Twitter. We'd love to hear from you.